You don't know because you lost your bones. You lost everything you had. Um, his balls wasn't feeling right. I mean, it's worth it to not get caught from murder. Anyway, skill horses uh, do not mesh with um, khaki pants. See, so these are where the questions come from. This yeah. is where it stems from. This is what makes it fun. Welcome back to Creepy Campfire, your source for all things strange, the unexplainable, the infamous, and the mysterious. Here are your hosts, Jordan and Ryan. Hey, Jordan, how's it going this week? I'm doing well. How are you? You're not doing well. You're stressed out of your mind over this wedding. Um, the only only a, a little bit, just a, <laughs> just a smidge. But we're five months. Well, luckily months you've got backup plans out the wazoo. Like your tux came in uh, and it was not the business. No, so backup suit it is, which was actually the initial suit that I wanted, but we had trouble with colors and whatnot, so we got it sorted out. Yeah. Suits on its way. We're making it happen. We're, we're actually ahead of the game, though. Everybody keeps telling us, like, we think we have this. We think we have this done or this to do. And they're like, oh, you're wait. You, you guys are on it. So yeah, you've got all the major players knocked out. Yeah. Photography, food, venue, dresses. It's hard when you haven't done it before, you know. Yeah. Don't know what to expect. Well, I mean, we helped you with yours. Well, what we like helped. We got a good sense of it with yours. Yeah. But it's like all we had to go off of. Yeah. But how was your week? My week has been good. It just feels like I blinked and it went by. Yeah. Um, That's kind of this year. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Fully settled back into real life now after That's coming back. Uh, training. Back at Training it. people at work and, and all that kind of just normal life stuff. Everyone's like, oh, well, how's things back? I'm just, just kind of normal life. Yeah. I mean, just a vacation. I want to bake. Well, I mean, not just a vacation, but. I haven't baked in a while. I'm craving craving bacon not bacon but baking baking dude we walked out we, cassie and i went for a walk yesterday we walked out of the apartment at like 5 30 p.m yeah and all we could smell was like fresh blueberry muffins lovely but so potent not like not like a neighbor was making it but like a factory was making it nearby okay the only thing in the area is that almonds is the um oh the diamond almond factory diamond, yeah Diamond, please do not sue us. And if you'd like to be sponsored, please contact us at creepycampfirepodcast at gmail.com. Please do. We love your nuts. Um, they sponsor the Kings, too. I mean, they sponsor the Kings. They might sponsor us. Diamond? Yeah, they're everywhere. Sacramento, yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah. Um, we love you. Uh, but for like, we walked we walked like five or six blocks in any given direction, and all we could smell was blueberry muffins. And I have no idea. Sorry, that was a tangent, but bacon got me onto the mind. So make some blueberry muffins, dude please you know i haven't tried muffins yet it's so simple i've like stayed away for it i've been doing like the more complicated things that i didn't think i'd ever be able to do but like a good muffin. that's just like a good solid chocolate chip cookie oh, like yeah. it's just hard to beat that and it's something that you should definitely have in your arsenal your, uh, yeah your portfolio your weapon you know portfolio. weaponry of baking <laughs> yeah intimidation of baking weapons mm-hmm. and your beginner's baking book so jordan What's going on? We we kind of deviated from the schedule that we told the people. Oh yeah, no, I'm not ready. I didn't. I wasn't ready this week, guys. I'm sorry, I didn't have my full length episode ready. But it's okay. We're what we're going to do. Uh, we're actually we're going to do urban legends this episode, but we're not doing Pennsylvania that we had mentioned was up next, uh, because I've got an interview planned from from someone that is from Pennsylvania, um, that's got some good stories to tell us. We mentioned this last time, right? 
Yeah, we had mentioned it before, but we've actually got it scheduled and ready to go. So that'll be the next Urban Legends. It'll probably be this episode, then your episode, Mm -hmm. then Pennsylvania Urban Legends. Yeah, we'll do my next week, and then we'll do do Pennsylvania the week after that. Yeah. Okay, cool. But why don't you tell the people uh, who, what state won the honor of getting it this week? Oh, this week we are going to Texas. That's right. Our second biggest Second biggest supporter, number one in our hearts. Second biggest supporter. That's right. Um, so yeah, it's only it's only right. We gotta shine some light on them. Shine yeah, them. and they've been they've been kind of sleeping for a while, and I've I've been waiting on doing Texas because there is it's kind of like California, how it's so rich with stories. Yeah, Texas is very rich with stories. Mm-hmm. But I finally found one that really caught my eye, and I'm like, yes, this seems this is like. I feel like this kind of is Texas a little bit because mm-hmm. I always like to find a story that like is the area. Yeah, you know, like when we did um, Illinois Urban Legends, we picked like Chicago like gangster mob and like mm-hmm. I don't know, that's just what I think of when it comes to Illinois. Mm-hmm. So th- I think this is very of Texas. So I'm really excited about this one. Oh yeah, you saved the day with this one. Like as soon as you, because I didn't know it was coming for this. Ryan planned this one out. Um, awesome choice. Thank you. So, let's get into it. What are, what are we doing? El Muerto, the headless horseman of southern Texas. You needed to get that whole title there. That's right. <laughs> it's perfect. You know, <laughs> before we get into anything, anything at all, I want to point out how many people do not know how to use Google Translate. <laughs> because... Uh, <laughs> I cannot tell you how many articles I read about this that said El Muerto meant, like, the headless horseman, uh, the headless man, the dead man, and all of these things. And it's like, it just means the dead. The dead, right? Yeah. I could almost see the dead man because it is L, so, like, male tense. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'll give that one a pass. But it's so, just plug it into Google Translate. Yeah. It does not mean the headless horseman. Like, it just drove me nuts. Where's the context? It drove me nuts. But let's 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 get into the story. So, it's the Wild West. Okay. There's more John Waynes and Clint Eastwoods than you can shake a stick at. If you didn't have chaps and spurs, then you were slinging drinks at the local saloon. This is the era that we're talking right now. Okay, so I, like old western kind of spaghetti western. western time period? 1850. 1850? 1850. Okay. Give us something to work with. So now, but in all seriousness, this is an area of actual lawlessness. The There were horrible atrocities that happened between... Uh, between cultures, you know, between the Native American disputes and such. And this was a time when stealing a person's horse was just as bad as murder and was treated as such. If not worse. But in some cases, like, it was murder because that's how you got around and land was, you were spread out. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you can't, if you can't get get on your horse, your horse is your livelihood. Yeah. If you can't make it to town and get supplies, like, you were, you were up a creek. Yeah. We won't tell you which one on this show, For but sure. you're up a creek. Definitely. So we got a we got a we got some rangers. We got some. So a little context of the area for people that aren't aware, because I wasn't aware. And we talked a little bit about this before the show, like how we weren't really aware before mm-hmm. we looked into this. So this happened in 1850, which is only two years after the end of the Mexican-American War, which was from 1846 to 1848. Yeah. That that was basically like a border dispute. Of I mean, not to sum it up too much there, but was, like Mexico is saying, no, the border should actually be at the Nueces River, 
Mm-hmm. And I might have said that wrong, but at this point, you people are used to it. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, no, the Rio Grande, which is the current border, we were like, mm-hmm. no, this is the border of Texas. This is ours. You can, you can eat like tough luck. So this was like, so, like it was still being disputed. Like uh, was that? Like, well, that was the war, the Mexican-American state war. State lines. Well, yeah, but I mean, but that continued afterwards because it's Mm-mm. not like they weren't necessarily happy with it, right? Well, they weren't happy with it, but it it was that's what it was. It was established it, as far as our term. Right. Yeah. Well, what had happened is even after that war was finished. Uh, it wasn't like okay we lost the war let's just all go home you had lots of former mexican soldiers and bandits mm-hmm. um, that remained in the area yeah because to, i mean to them that was home but also there was was no real need to leave and also before i go any further um we don't talk about politics on this show uh but i know i'm i feel weird not doing a little psa because i'm going to be saying the word mexican and border and things quite a bit so I, I just want to throw it out there that it's all historical. We are not talking politics on the show. So. Yeah, we avoid that at all costs. Yeah. That is for another podcast that is not ours. Mm-hmm. So we had, you know, the, so there's this border dispute, which was a large, which was a large uh, reason for the Mexican-American War. Mm-hmm. Um, once that had settled, you have this, this gap area between the Nueces River and the Rio Grande, and like I was saying, that's where you had a lot of bandits hang out. Now, well, because I'm assuming like what you could probably get away with a little bit more there if you if you're in between blurred lines. Exactly, you've got you've got um, cities still trying to get established. I think it's majority forts at this point, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of crazy to think of. 1850, like mm-hmm. not that long ago. No, especially when you start looking at European dates for stuff it just pales in comparison yeah because it i mean to us it feels so long ago like what like before cars and and all all these established yeah, think about how far we've come in the last century in context and it's like yeah it's a wow. mind blower okay so of all these bandits that were in the area that was uh referred to sometimes as no man's land uh we have one that's important to our story tonight a man who i could only find uh went by the name vidal mm-hmm so, Vidal had bolas, or balls. <laughs> I was like, wait, bolas. Uh, uh, disease? No. Nope, balls. <laughs> he had been wrestling cattle through Texas and had earned a pretty infamous reputation uh, to where he got the, the dead, or, dead or Alive label put on him. Oh, that's, uh, that's, that's big money in Red Dead. Oh, yes. <laughs> So he got the Dead or Alive bounty. This wasn't necessarily what what proved the balls that this man had. He went rustling cattle, and his next victim, which was also his last victim, was Texas Ranger Creed Taylor. Creed Taylor? Creed Taylor took Mustangs out of the man's ranch, and that proved to be a fatal mistake. You never take a man's Mustang. No. More of a, more of a challenger guy myself, but... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so what's some, so, what Creed? What, so what's his name? Creed Taylor. We'll, Creed call, Taylor. we'll call him Taylor or Ranger Taylor from this point on. Okay. Oh, he's not the one with the cool... No, no, no. With the cool nickname? With the name that fits the podcast, yeah. <laughs> okay. No, uh, so he stole the horses from Creed Taylor, mm-hmm. and he thought he was being pretty smart about it because he had heard of a... Sometimes it's reported as a Comanche. I'm just going to label it as a Native American um, um, battle. It was like a raid. Right, going mm-hmm. on uh, a little bit farther north. Mm-hmm. And typically that would draw any of the, the rangers, soldiers, policemen from the area to go help and support. Mm-hmm. And he was just unlucky enough that Taylor hadn't made it. 
so Ranger Taylor was still there, and he pretty much saw him make off with his horses. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Taylor wasn't having that. So Ranger Taylor enlisted the help of fellow Ranger William Bigfoot Wallace. Bigfoot. Which I just can't think of a more perfect nicknamed guy for our show. He's got a really long name. William Alexander Anderson Bigfoot Wallace. Yeah. Big, well, you know, Bigfoot, you know. That's so he cool. got Will, he got Bigfoot. Should we should we call him Ranger Wallace or, or Bigfoot? Let's just call him Bigfoot for Let's now. Let's call him Bigfoot. People, people so, we, so we've got Taylor. He picked up Bigfoot and also another rancher uh, that went by uh, Flores. Yeah, he wasn't as big a part of it, right? No, he's just part of. Well, I mean, he's just part of the party. We don't. He didn't have a big uh, a legacy behind him because he wasn't a ranger. He was just a rancher. More focused on the two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being a rancher. So the trio tracked down Vidal and his companions under the cover of night and ambushed the rustlers and killed them. But that wasn't quite enough for them. They've been tired of all the lawlessness. They've been tired of all the lawlessness that's been going on in no man's land and their territory specifically. And they wanted to send a message. So the man cut off Vidal's head. They tied his body to a horse, a wild horse, in a position that made it look like a person was actually riding the they, horse. They propped him up. Yeah. Yeah. And then they tied his head uh, with a leather strap to the saddle, making it just so the head was dangling down below. He still had a sombrero on. You know. Head and sombrero. That's what they say. They say that they that they did the leather strap with the head and sombrero. But I can't imagine imagine after much traveling that that sombrero would hold up. Not too well. no. Not dragging on the ground. Well, yeah, it's well, yeah, especially after yeah after what happens. But so they've got a this this headless body tied on this horse like it's riding it, head dangling below, and they just let it go. Uh, to and they intended it to be assigned to all wrestlers, kind of like in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean which I think they might have actually done, I don't know. But they hung pirates and they left their bodies there being a warning to any pirates coming in. Well, I looked into this a little bit and that's what they said, that they had like they had amped up the the punishment for wrestling, wrestling especially, you know, wrestling cattle and stuff like that, stealing cattle. Yeah, they're wrestling? Wrestling. Um, <laughs> that's what we used to hear all the time. Going, you boys quit wrestling in that living room. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, horse, horse wrestling. Um but they said, yeah, they said that they would, you know, hang them, hang them up in, in trees, you know, to display, mm-hmm. and that they would even like, you know, draw and quarter them, even like. Cut would, you, them. would you like to explain that, Jordan? Well, cut them, cut them up, but <laughs> but they, but for these, this guy, they they really wanted to. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if it's because of the reputation he had. Maybe just, they thought that that would make a bigger impression on people. Yeah, I think sense, they, I think they were just tired of it. <laughs> they were probably just tired of it. That's a pretty. I mean, you would think that's that's a pretty good sign to others to like. Mm-hmm. I think they mean business. Unfortunately, it was totally misconstrued. So this leads to the actual real life headless horseman of Southern Texas. Might not be, might strong word, might not be as ghostly as typical, but we have an actual headless horseman, and this horse roamed the Southern Texas for quite a while, and from there, that's when the legend of El Muerto started. Because you would have all these people seeing this horse, and they would just be freaked out by it because it, you know, it's a headless horseman running riding through, and they didn't want to get close enough to find out whether it was actually just a corpse or not. So people started real, like shooting this thing right and left, and it because he was already dead, obviously he wasn't dying. Yeah. So it appeared as you had this either ghostly or invincible headless rider tearing through the countryside. Well, yeah, they said they said that that, that like but. That was riddled with bullets mm-hmm. and like arrows, but was still going. 
Yeah, still kicking through the area. It doesn't say what date actually they, they stopped it. Yeah, that they found the horse. Yeah, so we don't know how much time is in between. Like would, it actually having happened, like them actually killing him and sending him on his way, and when they actually found the horse. I would assume that this horse traveled for at least a year. Probably it says some time had passed. Probably a couple years, because I mean, we're a lone wolf. Texas is a lot of land, and we're talking when it was the like some of the least settled times. So populations even fewer. Mm-hmm. A lot of land. So I imagine this horse is running around for quite a while. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if it was multiple years. Well, and back then people were more likely to, you know, start just like shooting at it than mm-hmm. thing. I would try to figure out what it is. If I saw a headless horseman, I'm shoot. I'm sorry, I'm shooting. Yeah, like that ain't got nothing Especially good anywhere near you. There ain't direction. nothing good coming my way with a headless horseman. No, I'm shooting it too. Pull out the gun. So, but finally, after however long this thing had been traveling through Texas, uh, a posse at Alice, Texas rounded up the horse to find that it had been a corpse just traveling through and they uh, removed Vidal's body and buried him in an unmarked grave oh. and set the horse free. It was actually in Ben Bolt, just south of Alice. Was that uh, the hill or whatever that they called it? Um, finally, a posse of local ranchers captured the wild pony at a watering hole near the tiny community of Ben Bolt, just south of Alice, Texas. Okay. It's kind of like when we were talking about... Uh, Alice uh, might be like a more prominent city in the well, area. Right. It's like when we were talking about the uh, the Hopkinsville Goblins. It was actually in Kelly, which was a small area outside yeah. of Hopkinsville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they finally caught it. Caught the horse. I'm sure its back was very happy to have that thing off of it. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine having something dead on your back for however long? A day is too long and smelling that every day? I can't even... A horse riding around with that thing on his back the entire time. Like bless that thing! Oh my goodness. You know, well, I'm, I'm just surprised that like if it like it must have never like laid down to sleep or anything. Like do horses sleep standing up usually. Um, I think it depends. They can, but, but they can they they'll sleep so like laying down too. Yeah, they'll they'll, they'll kind of curl up, kind of like a cat. I'm just surprised that I mean, if, if this thing's on there for a year or more, it right. like didn't nudge it off or something. <laughs> I mean, I maybe guess they, maybe they must have wrapped that thing him, him on there pretty well. I was about to say Taylor and Bigfoot must have known their nuts or something. I yeah, don't know. maybe that was Flores's job. <laughs> he was the <laughs> That's what Flores type. was there for. Was the, who's the nut guy? There we go. So they 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 got Vidal off. They got him buried. Set the horse on its way so it could live happily and smell free. Apparently, the, after having been shot hundreds of times. Right. So then that was uh, they put an end to El Muerto. Mm-hmm. Or did they? That's what they thought. So in 1917, there was a couple moving to San Diego, Texas. First off, never knew there was a San Diego, Texas. I didn't either. Always heard of San Diego, California. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. Uh, But along their journey, they had stopped and made camp for the night. Because, you know, that's just kind of what you did then. You were on a wagon and that's what you did. But as they were getting comfortable in their cozy campfire, it quickly turned to a creepy campfire. (laughs) Hey, hey, that's, that's us. I had to do it. We did, we did it. So as they're as they're relaxing by the campfire, kind of getting ready for night, they start hearing a horse whining in the in the distance, and then it starts to get louder. And they look that way, and they start to see a rider on it. Well, as the rider gets closer, they see that it is a headless rider. Uh, they also report that the horse was black with fiery red eyes. 
As it was getting closer, they heard the rider shouting, It's mine. It's all mine. I want to know where this disembodied voice was coming from. It's part of the fun. Was it coming out of the neck hole, or was it coming out of the... <laughs> the, the head that was That's bobbing on the ground? Could you, oh, man. What would that even sound like? It's got, like, half the it's dust. Mine, like, it's, it's, it's all like, mine. It's coughing up. As he's bouncing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So they hear this, obviously, if they weren't freaked out enough, by the time they hear him shouting, it's all mine, they think that this thing is coming to raid them. So they hop the first horse they can get on and get to town. Well, when they come back the next morning, everything's in its place, except the ground has been scorched. And it says very specifically, the ground has been scorched by hoof prints. Huh. And I thought that was an interesting description, because before, previous to... uh, to the removal of, of Vidal's body, mm-hmm. uh, there had been reports of the horse having thunderous footprints and breathing fire from the nose, which, I mean, is a little over the top, but scorched footprints. Who knows? Hmm. And this is 1917, so this is, obviously, he's been long dead, buried Yeah. by this point, but the horse is probably also dead oh, by yeah. this point. Definitely. And then thus, the legends of El Muerto continued. And sightings to te- in Texas to this day. Yeah, they didn't have a lot of them though. Like it's, we could, well, I mean, uh, by a lot, I mean we couldn't find a single one. Yeah, well, and the, I feel like it's just a lot of compilation of like, oh, I saw it, and that was the end. And it says like the these different sites because well, I mean there was a couple of them, but there's only a couple of them, and all of them will say that there have been sightings and continue to be sightings, but none of them document them. Right. Yeah, it's just really. They're really scarce. I really love the idea of another headless horseman, though. Right? It's cool. Um, I, and what I like the most about this is it's something that actually, like, in history happened. It's something super creepy that sparked these legends. Mm-hmm. But they end, like, we have a night, for the most part, we still have the ghost stories of what might be coming afterward. But for the most part, we have a nice boat to the end of this one. I need to look into the origin of sleepy hollow oh, sleepy hollow and when that when that came about because i want to know if they drew reference from this or vice versa or if that's, there's any you know, correlation that's a good thought i'm wondering ichabod crane and all that yeah but actually i think there's a i saw something where it's pretty common that a lot of cult especially european the different european cultures have kind of one for each of them mm-hmm. like there's there's a celtic one there's a one for England and the oh, Germans yeah. they, have one. What do they call the Celtic one? I forgot about that. I wanted to. I just liked the name a lot when I saw it. I'm gonna look it up. Sorry, guys. I'm doing it. Celtic. Which, yeah, that was the big appeal for me. Is it's still something that's creepy that happened, and there's still kind of ghost stories that come after the fact. Dillahan. But we have a nice little little bow to wrap this one up in, as far as what what happened previous to 1917. Mm-hmm. Like actual, I mean, well, suppose it actual documented. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you think he's still? Do you think he's still out there with his horse? I don't know. If he is, he's a demon. <laughs> yeah. Well, certainly. But he hasn't been for a long time. Um. It's not something I want to be camping out in the middle of Texas and find. No, steer clear of camping in Ben Bolt. Ben Bolt. Well, I don't even know if that's where this couple was. Oh, they said they found the horse in Ben Bolt. Yeah, we don't we don't know where the couple was. Yeah, we we just know they were on their way to San Diego. Yeah. Which I gotta say, 
before I noticed it was San Diego, Texas, it said they were traveling to. I assumed it was people from Texas traveling to San Diego, California. Uh, and I was like, oh, were these like Texas hipsters in Texas. the early 1900s? And Texas people were like, immigrating. get out of here with your your ways. Oh, my God. I can't even say long hair because everyone had long hair at that point. <laughs> well, maybe not. In 1917. No, old, old, old Western Texan man buns. <laughs> <laughs> Much different from the colonial man bun. Yeah, yeah. No, those were, those were the, the big. No, no, no. Those were the ones that hung down low by the neck. Oh, you're talking like the the weird looking, super bulky kind of, like they almost tried to make them. I feel like a cross between a man bun and a, a ponytail. Yeah. You know, like you, well, you'd get ponytails sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I miss my man bun. We're off topic. For yeah, all of you, used to have a man bun. All of you listeners, if you've actually looked at the website, my man bun wedding picture is, is actually on there. But, I forgot you had that for the wedding. Yeah. But it is now, it is gone for my current job. I can't have it, but that's okay. It's worth it. But I still miss it from time to time. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's El Muerto. El Muerto. But yeah, sorry again about the scheduling being a little weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we got you guys' episodes coming. My bad, guys. No, no, no. It's it's all good. I just mean, yeah. It's all good. Um, Playing it loose. I think Anunnaki, though. Oh, what was that right? It was Anunnaki? I couldn't find what I was looking for specifically. Yeah. So, like, I was looking through different creationism yeah. theories, and Anunnaki is, like, the most well-developed one, and it encompasses it, a lot of... It connects with the Sumerians, ones. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Sumerians and a couple of others. We'll yeah. go. We'll go through it. But. Yeah. So that's coming up. That's going to be interesting. To. I'm going to bone up on my own, my own personal creationism. Yeah, look into it a little bit because that's going to be not yeah. not a debate, not a debate. No, but, but we're I, gonna... I don't want to go through the whole episode being like, I'm not sure. I need to look at that. I'm not sure. I need to look at that. You know. Yeah. I want to be able to be like, okay, well, coming from this side, this is what it says. And same here. I think there's going to be a lot. I think that's going to be a, a pretty long one. I think that's going to be a sizable one. Yeah. Because we're gonna end up, we're gonna end up having some pretty, we're gonna get off topic a bit on that one. I think that's all right. There's a lot of potential. It's gonna yeah. be fun. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah. So we've got that coming up. Um, we've got got that interview. We got the interview for the Pennsylvania Urban Legends, um, and I'm not sure what my next topic's gonna be. I'm kind of going back and forth between a couple, but that's a couple episodes down the road. And we'll let you know when it gets you closer. Got plenty of time, sir. Yeah, plenty of time. Yeah. And yeah, we're kicking around. We're trying to get some merch up for you guys, um, in case you might want to wear a T-shirt or something like that that has our show on it. If you really like us, or if you just like the logo, we just want a hat and mug. Yeah, yeah, just, just want, want a mug, hat and, mug. and a hat. Feel like an anchor man for a little while. Yeah, uh, feel official. Yeah, so we're we're kind of kicking through uh, who we want to go through for that because we want to give you guys good quality. We don't want you to just get some like super cheap printed t-shirt that you could have iron, ironed on at your house mm-hmm. uh, so we're kind of coming through that expect that soon we really appreciate any of you we really appreciate any of you listening period to think that we have something worth saying uh but we really appreciate any of you that want to s- support the show yeah i mean email us yeah if you have any stories anything. of your own please if you if you want to just tell us then we get enjoyment out of that. But if you are cool with us putting them on the air, we can do it anonymously. We can have a phone conversation to put that on the air. Mm-hmm. Um, or we can just read your email for you if you're a little shy. Jordan, where can they reach us at if they want to do that? 
creepycampfirepodcast at gmail.com. That's it, creepycampfirepodcast at gmail.com. Get a hold of us. Tell us hi. We really appreciate it. Um, tell us what you're thinking of the show. And again, we're going to keep saying it. I'm sorry, but we got to. Uh, if you're enjoying the show, take a second. Give us a rating. Oh, yeah. Uh, leave a review. That's really what spreads it on iTunes. And we, I know we push iTunes hard, but it's just because it's the number one podcast platform. Um, we're actually we're, we're killing you know we we got a good following on Stitcher, uh, we iHeartRadio oddly enough is one of our biggest ones too, um, so we just want to bring the people that are on iTunes where there's more people at to us. And we so. didn't and it's not like we went into this having a like a humongous expectation of anything really. We we went into this for fun. Yeah, no, it's mind blowing. We're in every continent. We're in like. 20 some odd countries we're in every u.s state except for two and it's like every little milestone that we reach every little goal that we're hitting on there it's it's, it's, it's like, like it's, a so it's so we're like it's it gets you amped to you just want to do it's like you got another badge in pokemon yeah, or something just want to do more <laughs> badge <in> pokemon. <laughs> oh my god yeah um but yeah i mean please the more the more you guys send to us the more we can communicate with you and that'll be absolutely and we want to do shows that you guys are interested in yeah if there's show topics we really want to hear that it's not that we're running out of ideas but if you guys are going to be listening to us you're our audience base we want to give mm-hmm. you shows that you want to hear um we, we you know we they might not happen immediately but if we know what you guys want to hear then we can we can do that for you the more crowd involvement the better absolutely so again we can't thank you guys enough. We really appreciate it. We're going to say that every week because so it's guys. the truth. And until next time, everybody, remember, stay, stay toasty. toasty.